Hello, here we are again with my uh, brother Max. Hey, everyone. And special new guest, Connor from Rose Prairie Romance, everybody. Yeah. Well, I'm waiting for a big cheer, but I guess, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Fellow musician, man. <laughs> okay, that's a little excessive. That's a little excessive. Do the big slap bass solo. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, thanks for having me, guys. Oh, hey, man. Thanks man. for coming on, yeah, man. Thank for you. sure. Dude, he, uh, Max, look, Connor's brought. They just, Connor's oh. off the release of his band's new album. Like, got released, like, with the beginning of this week, right? Yeah, right. We, uh, we did the old school thing and released it on a Tuesday, like, uh, like oh, they used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is fucking, that is that's a, a cool detail. sick fucking. Yeah. I've always wanted to like release I, uh, some of my shit on vinyl, which well, is like really I cool. was I was really adamant about it, right? Um, like that cover's fucking sick too. Yeah, that's yeah, that's our drummer Mark. He's a he's a he's a whiz at Photoshop and all that love stuff. It. Love yeah. the art direction there. So it's nice to have him in the band. Mm. But yeah, I was yeah. I was really I was like, hey, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right. Yeah, yeah don't know exactly. if the guy's ever gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and know? yeah, it's yeah, absolutely right. It's fucking out there now, you know. It's like that's yeah. a piece of media that's out there now. Like uh, fucking like the, the world. It's the most sellable piece of uh, well, I think music so too. You can yep. have you the know world I mean? could like, get nuked, and one of those might survive too. Now you know. <laughs> but like as far as like no one's buying CDs anymore, really. No. You know what I mean? No one's putting in a CD in a CD player. They're either getting MP3s or they're getting vinyl. Well, like even new vehicles don't even have CD players in them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like my buddy works at the. Uh, the GM dealership in town, and mm-hmm. it's it, they everything's MP3s yeah, or an auxiliary USB cable, right? right? Or like yeah. gotta kind of be able to like hook up your spot Bluetooth. Yeah, exactly. Right, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. it's just extra <laughs> extra money for the manufacturers of the vehicles to put in for yeah, something. Player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For you know maybe a a sixty five year old dude is gonna yeah run right. his yeah. Hank Snow CDs in there, but yeah, I remember when I was a fucking kid, like when I was. No, even before 15, like 13, I had a huge CD collection and I had Disman and like everywhere I went, like school trip, yeah. family trip, I'd take, I just pack like 15 CDs with me. Yeah. yeah. And it was just such a fucking huge, like, take up like half of my suitcase. The old yeah. CD. So half booklets. of my traveling space when I went anywhere was music. Yeah, I mean, the old CD booklets and shit, man. Oh, I remember having, at the time, it was like, it was like a 48 or 54 or something and it was yeah like yeah it was it was just ridiculous and i I used to play hockey growing up right and we do hockey trips and like when i was i guess uh i don't know what they'd call it now but when we were 16 17 that age group we had to travel from fort st john to lloyd minster right right. and that was like a 16 17 hour trip on the bus oh Oh, man So you brought extra batteries for your discman. Yeah, yeah, no yeah doubt. you pack up and all of your CDs. Like, yeah, that, my whole backpack was just full. Run them dry. CDs, yeah. yeah, CDs and batteries for those long trips. <laughs> and I was one of those guys who really prided myself. I took like good care of my jewel cases and shit. Yeah, but I, I was also like stubborn. Like I didn't want to get. I ended up getting a wallet eventually because it was just too much space. But for a long time, I was packing fucking the cases that yeah, like oh. 20 jewel cases and it's just like fuck off that's too much <laughs> yeah it's too much it's just like for anybody and now it's like all my cds are in like a crate in my closet yeah you know i like you know yeah mine are maybe in a like 120 basement, right? 150 yeah. cds in a crate in my closet take up a ton of space and i kind of go there's like 
And that's why I like to flip through because there's shit on there where I'm like, oh yeah, I really like that album and you don't have it. Some like, of them yeah, have, have a, Spotify a good or... booklet too. Some of them have a nice booklet I, with I'm them. I'm a fan of the booklet. That's one thing that that we we did like on this one we did uh, all of the liner notes. Like it has oh, thank you really? and, and all the lyrics and Hell all that yes. stuff. Killer. So like we, we decided, you know, and that's another thing that pisses Doing me off right about, about iTunes or Spotify is yeah. that no you can't, that. you know, you can't get like who knows who produces an album anymore? Yeah, yeah. You have to or go on Wikipedia or yeah. try and track it down somewhere else, right? Absolutely. Instead of putting sure. on the album and reading it while you're going through, yeah. you know, and fucking doing the whole old fucking the whole process of it, you know, and then the like, whole it's like an ex, it's you know it's an ex, should be an experience, not yeah, just or, not just throw it on shuffle. Yeah, I, exactly. Oh you yeah, know? my dad. That's something my dad taught us. Where it was like when we're getting to his records, he would say like he would talk in depth about buying a new album putting it on listening to it through while going through the liner notes and everything and that's what he said he's exactly like that's how you find out who produced stuff who engineered stuff yeah you oh, were yeah, names. I know, like, crazy names, yeah. even other musicians who played on it stuff yeah. like that you yeah. know there's none you, of that anymore no and no, then you right? pick up on stuff you pick up on producers that you see oh i saw that guy's name here too you know and then you start picking up on their names or whatever right. this, this guy photographed this album oh shit he also yeah. did this and he photographed this that's too. where you learn who like mick rock is or something right, right? you know yeah, like, yeah you see little names that are like hey this guy's produced oh man this guy's produced a ton of fucking good shit you know there's yeah. a lot of rock albums i like and stuff like yeah. that you know, I feel like that happens just by accident a lot of the times. Nowadays, you know, I don't go out being like, who's a great producer? Yeah, especially nowadays when it's so... I feel like there's probably more of a wide variety of great producers just because it's so much... With the technology, it's easier to get your hands on it. Right, right. So it's probably like... It's not the same old guard, like, legacy producers. Like, a lot of bands I like do, like, home recording style recordings. Yeah. Well, you know? that's... That, well, it's... it's well, all of ours was done in a garage. Yeah. 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 It you sounds know? amazing, by the way. Great mix. No, I thanks. Was, I thanks. listened to the uh, the whole, I finished the whole thing today finally and listened to the podcast in full. And yeah, it sounds really fucking good. Yeah. It was, it was a little bit of a learning curve for us, but like, like we're yeah. saying, you know, we can just do it in the garage. Yeah. You don't have to go anywhere that has a console, What's you know, the, pay money yeah. to studio time, right? Like yeah. if we would have had to pay studio time. Like it took You'd be us, like twenty five grand the whole or oh, something. Like a hundred. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, probably yeah. quit after the first song. Yeah, yeah, yeah honestly, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Well that's the thing, you can fuck up and go back and redo it. Yeah. And you can learn Because uh, I work do a lot of recording in Mark's shed and it's like the amount of fucking up and going back yeah. and fixing things and then realizing like Oh, that's kind of not, or like just rearranging songs. Yeah, you know. Well, that's parts. the other nice part is you can you can even clip stuff up and yeah. move them around. And yeah. Like on digital, you know, it's 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 almost. I think it kind of takes away from stuff a little bit because it's almost too easy to do that. To copy paste, yeah, it, does, it definitely you know? takes away from the heart. Like when I, I did like a stint as like an intern engineer uh, in Vancouver when I lived there. Okay. And the guy, I worked at Little Red Sounds, and it was just me and the head engineer producer. That's it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he was a big believer in that. He's a yeah. big believer in, like, he's like, we're recording digital, but we're recording it tape style in the sense yeah. that we're doing mm. full takes. There's something, you know, he in his mind, there's definitely something to that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It, 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 it takes away, it takes, I well, I don't, I don't know who's to say, but mm. I think it takes away some of the magic if it, if, 
of course you know it just doesn't if you're fixing things with yeah. the computer a little bit and it's like too polished i, I totally yeah. agree and i've i'm guilty of it sometimes when it's just like i just am like i know i can nail it if i just cut here and come back in here yeah yeah oh, i've definitely yeah. done it but it definitely there is a thing when oh well there's a feel to it when you, you can get, you can go in and you can overdub you could do that back on tape mm-hmm. back in the old days mm-hmm. um but I, I i just think with the digital it, it's it's great for a lot of people because mm-hmm. it, it opens it up to anybody you I know? like that too. I like that it's not just like you can have some. There's not a hundred gatekeepers before you can get no, to the recording. Phase. No, you can have right. a bunch of idiots like us. Yeah, right. That can stumble our way through something. Yeah, and at or the end like of the anyone day, who's starting recording. Like yeah, like I went to school for it, and I still like there were so many. You don't really know what you're doing until you're tr- trying to do it, and then yeah. you make the mistakes yourself. You got like I feel like learning the hard way is sometimes better because it just cements in your head that much more. Well, it's, it's easier than reading it out of a book because you know what Fuck. to do when something does screw up or, yeah. right? It's not oh, yeah. It's not just, well, the book said do this and, well, it doesn't mm. work now, so what do I do, right? You have to be on your feet and try, and, sure. try and figure knowledge. a way around yeah. it. And, yeah. and, and another thing, like at school, there was just like a huge library of amazing microphones we had access to. Like, yeah. When you leave the real world into actual home recording, you don't have... You know, yeah, several you buy that ten thousand dollar microphones to mic a kit with. Yeah, you, know? like, you buy that sure set or that Samson set <laughs> yeah, for a hundred dollars, and you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, and you like, and you do what you got to do to make that thing sound nice. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, your your guys' drum sound was unbelievable. It's like well, a hard thing, Mark. So on the record, speaking about producers, on the record we have it, uh, we have it produced by Duncan Saint Valentine and Lester Bmore. And that's mine and Mark's nice. rock and roll producer names. I like that. I was going to say his nice name. Alias. Yeah. 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 So I'm Duncan and Mark's Lester. But uh, Mark, because we did it at his place. Right. And he's uh, like he's a whiz on the computer. So he did he did the majority of the heavy lifting. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I was basically just there to, you know, kind of listen to it. I had an idea in my head what it what I wanted it to sound like, right, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just trusting your like ninety nine percent of it is trusting your. If something sounds yeah, whack, it's probably yeah. whack. So that's kind of all I did, and I, you know, I I make make the guys and 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 the gal, you know, every once in a while, I'd be like, no, I don't, I don't think that was good enough. Do it better. I was yeah. just, I was kind of just the cheerleader, and, and Mark did all the work, but because right. he's the drummer, and mm-hmm. it really works on his uh, on how the drum sound is. He would go back in, mm-hmm. and if he wasn't happy with something right he'd spend perfect an old uh, like a whole day right. just himself right redoing the drum tracks mark's like that too mark will just like yeah. do drum takes over and over again and we'll think we got it in the room i'm like oh that was good like to my ears it was good yeah and then i'll leave and come back like three days later and he'll be like i spent the whole last three days just doing it over and over again until i got it perfect <laughs> you know what I mean? or getting like moving mics and shit yeah and just getting that kind of thing yeah, in, you know? Bodner Bodner did a, pretty much the same thing. Like there was, I think the last track on the album, uh, we, it, it sounded pretty good, but of course it was a little off to him. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's always it was, whoever's part it is. Yeah, it's gonna be off. To yeah. You. yeah. You know, like. Yeah, but so he I, he ended up recording. This is the nice part about digital is he ended up recording. I think. I think every every tom separately at one point. 
Oh, Jesus oh fuck! <laughs> Just because it was easier for him to be on one of the floor yeah. toms and right. boom, yeah, boom, instead of going boom, 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 like you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, yeah. Easier for him. Yeah, and, in like you probably got like really clean sounds that way. Yeah, can, like gate it and stuff if you need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he did. He was doing crazy stuff like that. Like I, I don't know. I, it might be "Take Me Away," the last song on the album where. I don't. I'd have to ask him, but there's one song on the album that has six snares on it. I think. Jesus Christ! Like just, but that, but yeah, then yeah. that just gets into him the being podcast, bored. Yeah, like, Crave sloppiness, which I guess yeah. we should plug. Yeah. yeah, no, that was and that was another another fun thing to do is kind of let people know that it's a cool idea. What kind of went into everything? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, was there a track on the album that was particularly fucking bitchy to record? Well, for me, there was. Um, so I the was it taking away? No, no, uh, so damn hard. The, so damn hard. Yeah, yes. the one, the ballad. the ballad. So I ended up doing, I think, all of the acoustic tracks. Okay. On the album, just because. Nice. I I was out there most of the time, and I'm I'm a passable rhythm guitar player. Right. Right. I'm I'm, I'm much better at playing bass when you only have to have use one finger. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So yeah, we end up doing the we're doing the acoustic parts and I, we get to the part where, uh, I'm picking out the chords, like just during the chorus mm -hmm. and it's, it's going good. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a, like, I'm pretty stubborn. And usually when I do a bass part, mm -hmm. like I'll run through the whole thing once or twice, maybe yeah. three times and call it good. Right. Like right unless right. there's something really bad. Yeah, like it sounds, as long as it sounds tight. Yeah. You know, it's good and, enough for me. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And then, uh, and then so yeah, with uh, with that one, we kept we started doing this track and and I kept screwing it up, and I think after about the fourth one, Bodner was going, yeah, no, we'll just we'll chop it up, we'll right. do, and then I I did the whole, you know, no, it, it's not gonna have that feel, right? You know, I'm gonna know that it's chopped up, right? Yeah, yeah, this, that, and the yeah, other yeah, thing, yeah, 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 yeah. you know. And that's the thing, the whole thing is like. You'll know. And yeah, I feel like yeah. I've, every time I fucked up and I could hear it on an album and no one else does, I'm like, yeah, but I know yeah. and it fucking kills me every time. I, I'm not going to be able to enjoy this. Although, I say the process of recording an album, you're never going to enjoy those songs again, really, anyways, in my opinion. You do them so Well, many you hear times. them differently, and, right? Yeah. 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 But so, yeah, at the end of the day, we, we finally get it done. And that was, that was the la like, last thing that we did that night. Right. And uh, <laughs> I, I look over at Bodner and I said, well, how many. How many takes did you delete? Uh -huh. He goes, oh, 120. <laughs> and I went, no. And he's so like, many. yeah, yeah, 120, 120 <laughs> takes I had to delete. And I was like, oh no, no, one of these things. Uh, I turned into that guy that I didn't yeah. want to be. Like, no, yeah, no, no, we're right. gonna do it again. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One more time. Yeah, come on, we got time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, that guys, one was tough for me, but oh. I don't. Every everything actually went pretty smooth as far like overall. That's good. Yeah, yeah, no, no big fucking hangups or nothing. No, no we'd been, giant headaches. We've been playing the majority of the songs too for probably. Well, the old like we have four on the album that we refer to as the hits. Okay, that are like ones that Ryan had in his mm -hmm. like previous band from like ten years ago. Right. Can so, I take a guess? Which one? Yeah. All right. Hurt. Hurt. Yep. Take me away. Nope. Oh shit. Okay, those are my two big guesses. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my two favorites. No, the, the, the hits are uh, Hurts, um, Closer. Oh, yeah, Closer's um, good. Stay, and Drifter. 
Okay. Oh, those so are like, like they're like the first. I feel like those are the ones you released beforehand too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Most yeah, of them. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Singles like you released closer for sure beforehand, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we did closer, closer stay, and geez, well, I can't holding strong. Okay. Maybe cool. we did. Maybe we did four. I can't. I should know this, but uh, I can't remember now. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So those ones we've been playing for years. Yeah. So they're and already so kind of like old. We all knew those. There was grandfathered only, in. Yeah. There was only one. There was one song that got written right before. Um, and that was kind of it. Like we didn't really come in with anything new. Right. You know, yeah. the 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 plan was to get it done in a couple months, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then that, yeah, that, never that always out. goes yeah. to hell. So we were in pretty good, we were practiced up. Yeah. Our chops were pretty good, so we mm-hmm. thought we could roll through them pretty quick and we didn't want to spend that much time yeah, man. M- trying to get new stuff figured out, you know, like yeah. it just... Yeah. Just for the album or yeah. some shit, yeah. 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 And, know, and we didn't want to have more than eight or nine or ten tracks anyways right so no, 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 you know we had we when we went in we actually had ten when we went in mm-hmm. we cut two we left two off and then uh, Ice Cold I think was the one that we that we were writing we were jamming on other stuff when we were were right. you know practicing for recording and then Ice Cold came up right so we were like well this is I think this is gonna fit this is gonna fit better Right on the album than the other two that we already were working on, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we were just, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like, like that's yeah, the right way to go into it as songs that you know already familiar, already you know. Well, it makes it easier, band. right? Yeah, exactly. So you don't like the back of your hand. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because yeah. it's like there's there's a weird <coughs> there is a weird pressure that happens when that record light is on <coughs> that isn't there when you're just playing the song normally. Oh, and it it's, it really. It really, it really fucks with the guy. It gets yeah. in your head. Yeah, when oh. you know, you know. Yeah, when you know, okay, this is the take that everyone's going to hear. Yeah. And even though, like you said, you could do like 120 takes, so it doesn't really, it's not really, it's not like it was in the back in the day when you're doing it to tape. Yeah. Where it's like, this really needs to be on. Yeah, because we're, we're paying, number one, we're paying for the reel of tape. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like, yeah. We can't just waste this, yeah. even if it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, how many classic stories do you hear of musicians that hated their mixes and shit at the end of the day? But they know? just had to go with it. Yeah, right? exactly. Or like fucking uh, Johnny Ramone uh, fighting with fucking Phil, Phil Spector and oh, shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. just where it's like. Oh, was it oh. Mick Jagger hates the eggs on Main Street mixes? Yeah, you know, yeah. famous stuff like yeah, that where yeah. it's just like, um, that's got to suck too. But then you gain so much love for what it is, and then, and then yeah, that person's left like, like that's his legacy. And then you're then like, would, but he hates would it. Would Exile be better if it was more polished? No, that's my opinion. No, it's like, it's, I don't I'm think so. the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be. I think. I think as the musician, sometimes you got your ego gets in the way of polishing something to the point where it's not as unique as it necessarily would have been. Yeah. And it's like, that's something to watch out for too, where it's like, yeah, everything sounds good. Everything sounds, uh, all the instruments are there and they're big and they're clean, but then it's like, it doesn't have as much character. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's another part of your thing you got to trust where it's like, if you hear something and you can bounce your head to it and tap your toe to it and use that feelings there yeah. and you're on the right track. Like, <coughs> well, no, exactly. It, it At the end of the day, it comes down to the song. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, you could, you could, you know, polish 
polish it up how many times and if mm. it's still not a, Good song. a decent song <laughs> yeah. then it's still gonna sound like shit yeah exactly. you know no matter what you do to it oh yeah mm-hmm. no yeah. absolutely you know yeah i think sure. that's an adage to live by absolutely you know um how many you know artists today not even going in uh you know played music but even just digital music put out just whatever they have you know in that moment and shit and it's like well it's like yeah, all the, like the soundcloud rappers and stuff yeah exactly like all those guys, like they're they're making beats and a lot of them are just absolutely terrible yeah, 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 yeah and they yeah, put yeah. out everything and they put it out everything that they have you know yeah. these guys that started i was watching something on 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 youtube online somewhere and this guy had something like 200 songs, uh, like some rapper from right, some SoundCloud rapper from uh, down south in the states, like Atlanta or something, yeah, right, 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 or New Orleans. I can't remember where it was, but he had he was doing it for like six months and had something like 200 songs. It's crazy. And it was just like every day he was writing like three <laughs> songs, yeah, throw a beat up, and then yeah. just ra- yeah, yeah, and put out whatever, or even like we're and listening- just put it out the same day, <laughs> yeah. Or even like, um, I feel like that's so much easier with that kind of music, though, because mm-hmm. it's like you you don't you don't have to set a mic up or really like your mix is kind of yeah. almost done already as long as you treat the vocals. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, they can put out such lower tier work, but people, it's still such it's so simple or it's, or it's that like it just comes drag. off fine. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. and and that's the thing. No one gives a shit about like there's really nothing special about it, but process. it's a bass beat, so it's yeah, listenable, yeah. you know. But there's yeah. nothing to it. The, but, yeah, exactly, and it's like I think there is a. I mean, I'm going to sound like an old man here, but I feel like there's a difference between setting up microphones on a drum set versus pulling up like a digital kit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can hear it every time. Yeah. And it drives me fucking nuts. Or using samples. Like, I just don't. Yeah. I I take the authentic thing like 10 out of 10 every single time. Well, and that's the thing with like all the, like all the crazy metal nowadays. Right. Is all the drums are sampled. Right. Because it's so you need... To them, they need like the tightest drum they sound need, yeah. because it's so much noise to punch through. You yeah, know? Mm, so many interesting. Gu- the guitars are so loud and they're so dense that your kick drum needs to be like, like it needs to yeah. like, just like. It needs through. to be that needs when you're looking on the when you're looking at the wave, it like there's no attack and no decay. No, it's, it's just a bar. That yeah, right? yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, and well, in, in metal too. Now a lot of it, a lot of like the the other subgenres of metal that I have no idea what they're all called now. Yeah, but yeah. Every, the the guitars are so processed and everything now. Right. As well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I remember back in the day when I forget who it was. There's one of the big metal bands down tuned to to D down tuned a whole step. Hmm. Right, right. And it was it was like a game changer. Yeah. Because they yeah. figured out how to record an right. album Metallica in a that. drop tuning. Well they only oh, did okay. it for a few songs though. Right. Well they did that they were in standard up until the black album and then it was like and then it was, and then it was to go down a half step. Then it was E flat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like they even for them they're talking about how big that was. Yeah. You know? But now it's like guys with eight string guitars that are Telephone poles for strings, yeah, 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 totally, yeah, absolutely. You know, and that, that, to get a sound out of that, you'd have to be you're super processed just to yeah. get that. Was that tuning oh, yeah. down? Did that change a whole fucking? Did that change a whole lot? That tuned down kind of move? It did and it didn't. Like, there's, I feel like there's people who can because I almost consider like, like Hendrix tuned a half step down, so it goes oh, yeah. back that far, but. But a lot like, of the times for like Hendrix though, that was for for his singing. Yeah, it was for vocals. A lot of times it was like. Just because you your vocals 
Like a lot of people find it like easier to David sing Lee and Roth a half not down. being able to hit high yeah, notes. Yeah, another yeah. thing, Van Halen tuning half step down. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's our album's a half step down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Just just because it's easier to sing. Yeah, way you you're something about the human voice it just sits a little more naturally. Right. We yes. had to, we had to step my voice down a three full steps <laughs> <laughs> to mix it. it down five yeah. octaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, just to make that's the thing. But then like metal bands got a hold of it. And like new metal in particular. That okay. that well like the word that's when I grew up. So yeah. I'm I'm thirty six. So I'm kind of I'm kind of on my way out for being like a cool like young guy that right, you know, right. that is kinda knows what what's right. hip, we what watched, the kids are listening we to. We watched Clerks yeah. Two the other day and they're just thirty in that movie and it's a movie about them, you know, being like old adults and we're yeah. like, Holy, Holy fuck, shit. they're yeah. only thirty in that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. But so when I was when I was in high school, it would have been like I I turned thirteen in ninety eight. Okay. So that was right when it was like Britney Spears mm-hmm. and Limp Biscuit. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like that. That was the two the musical like, landscape. There was no like I'm a a big like alternative guy like. Pearl Jam and Foo Fighters and yeah. like that was that was the stuff that I liked back then and when that's kind of when I started getting into punk rock was back then too right and uh, so when you're watching much music right mm, it's yeah. like number one is Hit Me Baby One More Time number mm. two is Faith by Limp Bizkit and you're like, <laughs> like how, where is this <laughs> coming from <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, but everything back then because like Corn was big yeah um, uh, Stained was big like all those bands that, that did that, yeah. they did that, that big heavy drop tune thing. Like they that were drop thing. to, they were like a, they were like drop C. They yeah, were like so, a full step down, yeah. and then the low string was another step lower. I was wow. thinking like, of those ridiculous. bands as like uh, Rage Against the Machine's babies. You know what I mean? Um, Rage hit the scene, and they were like this big thing, and then they're kind of like I feel like that birthed so much of that like yeah, right. new metal corn limp biscuit rap rock thing but in the wrong way i was like yeah, i was well, yeah. never i was never a fan of that like there are yeah. sure there's some good songs there's some corn sure. had some great songs back then right but i w- i could not sit down and listen to a whole album of theirs yeah like, there's no <laughs> way right <laughs> be a rough day yeah yeah, yeah. It'd be a like, fucking day you'd want to like re reassess your life yeah, after yeah, doing yeah, no that. Shit. well i would anyways and i know yeah. there's a lot of guys that that like that stuff but at yeah. the same time i've I really loved Tool back then. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. You know, still do. They're great. One of the they got best a lot of credits around, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I used to love Tool, still do. And Rage was big back then. Rage. You know, yeah. but but then the, like that that new metal thing for me just I I think it was it was a lot of guys that I don't know, maybe weren't the best players and kind of had to Mm, you know maybe yeah. maybe really fuzz up the guitars and yeah and yeah. you know use weird tunings like, like, like the seven string stuff shit. there's yeah. a lot of like <clears throat> drop Ding or drop c or whatever you yeah. know what i mean like doing drop d's style tuning so you can like hit a power chord just open and like bar yeah. it you know okay. and it's like it makes it a little easier i mean to to be fair if i'm gonna play devil's advocate my favorite, my favorite band of all time is the Stones, and Keith's guilty of that in Spades with like his oh, open, open G tuning. Open G's, yeah. yeah, yeah, and like he's just kind of there's a lot of him barring a lot of things yeah. that he could like. Like I was just learning Tumbling Dice today, and oh, that's yeah. what, that's something that's an Open G with a capo that you can definitely play in standard tuning, no problem. Oh, easy, yeah, easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I learned how to play Tumbling Dice 
way, way, way back when, before I even knew what open tunings were. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and it was, you know, you're playing an A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. then and then a couple years later, you know, well, why does he only have five strings on his Telecaster? Right. And then so you realize, and then so you learn about that, and it's like, well, it was pretty easy to begin with. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, he's still my favorite. You know, I love him so much. <coughs> but, but that's it's like, the, that's but the character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, like, yeah. that's Keith plays the way he does. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nobody else could do that, no, no matter no, no. how simple it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, absolutely. There's something in his timing. Yeah. And the way he plays, it's like... It's great. It's like jazz the way he plays. Yeah. He's in his own fucking timing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. You know, he's... Uh, he's so... He's like... He'll fill in empty spots with his guitar. That, yeah. and that, it's that like, weren't even really that empty. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, he'll go on the offbeats and it's like... It's just... Yeah, it just sounds great, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. There's like a thing... I was reading one of his biographies and there's a quote in there from like it was either like Jeff Beck or Clapton or one of those guys yeah. talking about how like they're talking about Keith almost plays like painfully behind the beat <laughs> like, like he's just like he's so far behind he's almost off time yeah. right yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, oh, some, I, I had a question for you yeah go ahead uh, and we can we have full editing capabilities so okay sure so, yeah what are we 29 minutes alright um Something that happened, creative sloppiness, that kind of got brushed over. That I kind of okay. wanted, to, and it's not fair because it's like you were there, but it kind of doesn't involve you. When you're talking about uh, so damn hard, yep, and the ballad, and you're talking to Naomi and uh, Ryan, yeah, and it sounds like here's what I got from listening to it. And you tell me, yeah, and it's like I'm just I love Ryan and Naomi. I think they're both super talented. Oh yeah. So like I don't want to come to this off as like a disrespect thing, but just listening to as someone who listened to the podcast, you're something I definitely want to know. Yeah. Um Well I think you might we might have covered it and it might have got edited out. Because okay. when we were doing that we were talking about it, when we did that podcast, it ended up being like forty eight minutes long. Right. And we like we were trying to keep them like within fifteen to twenty. Right. Just to try and keep everybody Mm -hmm. you know engaged in it right yeah, yeah, yeah. and we ended up and because naomi's a riot like she's mm -hmm. she's like just a she's just a card yeah like, yeah, you know? yeah yeah so we're sitting there joking with, with each other we're trying to excuse me we're trying to keep it to 20 minutes mm -hmm. but we just kept going and going yeah. and going i say release the whole damn thing yeah now, yeah. now the podcast is done and you got all do like I the say, do like do like the bonus uh, like, yeah the director's cut yeah 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 I know go ahead idea. go ahead ask your question well there was this thing that was alluded to that wasn't really said where I feel like there might have been tension between Naomi and Ryan during the vocal recording oh there was yeah and it was was it weird interesting no it, it was because you're there and you're on like so yeah me and so that, when they recorded uh, like I say because me and Mark it's a fucking delicate thing with a couple. Like yeah. recording with a couple, yeah, and then it's not going well. That's fucking. Then they both anus tightening like, vocals. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a duet. So what they were trying to do is, uh, is so on the chorus of that song, Naomi does the harmonies, and Naomi did okay. the harmonies on, I think she sang on four, four tracks maybe. Right on. Um, but so they were trying to do it. And Naomi had this romantic idea that they just stand around the same microphone. Yeah. Right. And right. do it. Yeah. And uh, and so Ryan. Johnny and June style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so Ryan, who we were always trying to push him a little further with his vocals. He's mm. he's one of those guys when, when he plays it live, 
uh, he's just going so hard that he like it just works for him. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's there's it's a, a thing about going live. Your adrenaline oh, comes yeah. up, and you are a different player than when you are. Uh, well, hundred percent in the practice room, even or even before that, just recording, especially. Oh, hundred percent. Right. Like you're almost. It's the opposite energy of live. Yeah. Yeah. Where well, everything like, you're, you know, you're sitting there, you're waiting you around. <laughs> you feel like you're standing there, and you got out of the pool, and there's shrinkage, and you're just standing in front of everybody yeah. when you're recording. Yeah. Versus oh, like, you got like a suit of armor when you're live. You know yeah. what I mean? And so like we were. Mark and I were around for pretty. Mark was around for all of it, and I was around for probably ninety percent of of all of the recording. Yep, and uh, and so we were there, and we kind of had we didn't we didn't have a vocal booth. We just hung some curtains up in Mark's garage, and yeah. you know just tried but to there's get nothing a spot. wrong with that either. No, like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And so we had this spot, and uh, and so like like I was getting at Ryan was pretty apprehensive about his vocals, right. just because. You know, he didn't think they were coming off as strong as what they would be live, and we were trying right. to get that out of them. And yeah. singing in a studio is so much harder. Like, oh, it's yeah. just way harder. As someone who has to do it, and then you listen back, you're like, fuck, that's not what I thought I sounded like in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. That disappointment. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've had... Dude, I've talked about 120 takes. I've done, like, hundreds of vocal takes just being like, that's not fucking it. And your that's voice is the one. Your voice is a personal instrument, man. Oh, it's like, yes. God damn it. If that sounds bad, then you're like, oh, my whole life I've sounded like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah. In my yeah. entire life. You feel like a complete jerk off. No wonder she didn't like, want to go out with me. Yeah, or like, you totally, you're just like... Sound like Bugs you're Bunny, like, this for is like, you, It almost like I've had sessions where like it just wasn't happening for me vocally. And I'm like, why? Why do I even think I can do this? This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. like, like, so your, yeah, your wind of your sails is just gone. Yeah, yeah. It's a sense. It yeah, it like is. Like you said, vocals is a personal, it's yeah. a personal instrument. Yeah. yeah. And and Naomi is is such a good singer. Yeah, she's pretty ridiculous. Like yeah. she's really good. Like we talk about it on the on the podcast when she's like, well, like you're you're off, Ryan. Like your your pitches. I remember off. that on the podcast. You yeah. know, and 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 he's like he's like, well, yeah, no, like we're well, this isn't perfect. Right, you know, yeah, we're right. not we're not recording like a folk record where it's you know quiet acoustic guitars and a banjo and, like, and, and these crazy and the vocals, beautiful harmonies. Yeah, and the vocals carry it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're doing kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. And Naomi's never really, never, never had that with all the recording that she's done they've never had that issue she's never had that like it's, it was always the vocals first right yeah right yeah, yeah. vocals so, are the priority for her yeah exactly yeah. and so they the, ryan, like ryan was getting frustrated like he was nervous he's sweating right. and like so he was i kind of got that on the podcast it yeah. felt like he was like just what you're like you kind of put it to him like so what what yeah, you and he was he's like, like ah, yeah. I don't really rem- remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but knows? he was like I say, he was he was a little apprehensive about his vocals the whole time. Yeah, just because yeah, like you say, it's totally different monster when you're in Personal the studio. Too. Yeah, it's like it's fucking coming from inside you. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's well, not and like- the same thing. Like right, we're listening back to some of the the tra- like some of the takes on the other tracks, and yeah, he's like, oh, I like. I, this is what it sounds like, you know, like when you're hearing it back I've, through the cans. And I've said that sucks. exact thing. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, this guy's. When we play it live, does it sound like this? Like, yeah. is this what it sounds like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then it's you're like, like, well, no, not quite. But that's how your voice sounds like. But you know, I know. And then that's the thing. Like everyone around, as someone who's been that guy, and then everyone around is like, no, it sounds good. This is what you sound like. It's good. And then I'm just like, you're lying to me right now. Stop lying to my fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, it was it was it was pretty. It was uh, it was pretty like Ryan was pretty apprehensive, um, and Naomi, like I say, she she's used to doing it her way, and uh, and they tried it and it, it just didn't work. Like and I've I've never tried to, well, even just sing on stage with somebody. And with that same mic, yeah, well, it's a delicate balance. Like too. You, generally, if that happens, I'm just doing it for for fun, and I mm. stand far enough away that it's not really. It's not. You're not really you're not hearing rubbing me. up against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're doing that thing, and it didn't work out. And Ryan was getting pretty impatient <laughs> with Naomi, and and at one point he turned around, and I was sitting on the couch right. in the in the basement, and he turns around and looks at me, and he goes, "Do you want to just drive her home?" <laughs> Dude. Oh, and I was like, That's no, great. no, no, it'll be okay, it'll be okay. So they, they tried a couple more takes and it and it didn't work out. Right. Um but so then we, you said they recorded separately. It was yeah, fun. so we've they Shout recorded it separately. Yeah. yeah, but and I think it's just easier too because if you need to if you need to mix the vocals, mm-hmm. you can oh, make yeah. one or the other quieter or louder work better but As you know like, to, like you're hooped if like you want someone else to be louder and someone else quieter yeah and you're in one mic you're fucked like yeah. it's just like yeah. you just gotta deal with whatever's on there yeah so we like in the beginning we kind of wanted them to do them separately but like i say naomi had this this yeah. idea that she wanted to do it together and it would yeah. be kind of a fun story yeah. but it turned into a fun story the other way Way yeah. better, yeah, 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 yeah. That's so much more interesting. That's cute yeah. too. It could have been. There's been worse blowouts. Oh yeah, you know, he could have yeah. helped. Like someone it could have like a Fleetwood Mac situation. Yeah, that yeah. would have been bad. Or going yeah. back to a uh, fucking Spectre, someone could have held them with a gun. <laughs> Record the vocals yeah. in the mic. It sounds <laughs> fine. Yeah, yeah. Just, just do it. Yeah, yeah. just do it. Yeah, yeah. No, sure. that was that was kind of the story with that one. Oh, that um, was a fun one. I like it. Yeah, and, and I don't, I don't. I've told people that story. That's I don't think they'd be, story. they'd be. Uh, well, if they, they are, too. tell them about it. And if they are, I'll take it out before we release it. Yeah, it's and I don't think that I don't think they would be because like when we were telling the story on the podcast, like Naomi was just howling, laughing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. and 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 I think she she understands that she's, yeah. you know, she's she's a, quite a perfectionist, and you know, we're doing it, we're doing it kind of fast and loose, yeah. flying by the seat of our pants, you know. It's not the fun of it though, right? Yeah. Oh, that's there's, there's something really. Some of the recording your own shit that I really love is in the sense that, like, if it doesn't sound... Like, I've recorded just in studios before, too, and then, rec- like, gone through the thing of, like, doing a bunch of takes and getting what I liked and going in and listening in the room, like, that's not the sound I wanted. Yeah. And then just not having the ability to go back and change a mic or change the EQ settings on my amp. Yeah. And then trying to do it after the fact, like, trying to do it with plugins and stuff, and it's never the same. Yeah. And it's like, I like... Being able to like do a take and go back and listen to that take and be like, oh, the settings are not right. Yeah. Like, Turn this pedal on or move this mic until yeah. I get a sound that I hear in my head. Yeah. Well, and th- that was another thing that we found out as well when we when we were doing the recording is that it was, um, like going into it, Ryan and Ben really wanted to like tried using different amps and mm-hmm. and then we just ended up. Doing your normal setup, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's, right. it happens with me too. A so lot of it was time. like, oh, bro, the pedals you know, that I like are the pedals that I like. Yeah, and the amps that I like are the amps that I yeah, like. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'm gonna use this pedal on this, and maybe bring out that amp, and then we just ended up using. It's never what you think it there. is. Yeah, no, no, it's not just at all. Like, it's never that. 
You know, you it's a, see, it's you a fun see those, idea though. You're like, oh, yeah. I might discover this sound that fucking sends this we, record we to another dimension. On, you know, on like uh, VH1's classic albums, where like that whole show is just great bands making some goofy thing and then it working out really well and it making the album. Wait a minute. You know yeah. what I mean? It, Wait yeah. a minute. Play that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. The thing of like, oh, I don't know. We just started, we, we thought like, maybe we'll just sing through fucking uh, uh, toilet paper rolls. And, <laughs> and, 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 and it worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There's a hundred different stories like that in, in that series where you're like, that's it, man. I'm going to go in and I'm going to I'm gonna grab some kooky thing. <laughs> I'm gonna and shake it, this bitch and up. I think, man. And I think part of it, part of the reason why it works, is you gotta be okay with it not being. It's gotta be a part where you don't necessarily have the sound in your head. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I find solos for me that. Oh, okay. I, I'm not precious with my tone on a solo. I almost wanna fuck it up a little bit. Yeah. Just to give it an interesting flavor. So, yeah. like, if it's a little bit nasally of a guitar sound, or if it's just. You know, it's not what I pictured, but it kind of worked. You know what I mean? I, I want my souls to stick out in that way. Yeah. I feel like a guitar, especially like in the style of music I play, yeah. guitar solos so like cliche. Anyways, yeah, I want to fuck it up just a little bit to kind of. Uh, what I loved about Johnny Thunder's, original. yeah. So I love about Johnny Thunder's guitar. It fucking cries and it sounds off at points, but oh, it's yeah. great. It's like an untamed animal. Yeah, yeah. that's when about, he, about the production on those albums is so great. It's but so, that was, but that was New was York rock. in the seventies, though. Yeah, yeah, of course. That was yeah. that whole thing, and you know, I bet if Johnny Thunder's power. probably could have went back and redone those. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I bet. Drummer, you know what I mean? Well, but yeah. the drummer Jerry Nolan talks so much about how he hated those mixes. Yeah, that's another guy. He's like, I didn't like those mixes. Yeah, I left them sound like pissed shit. off. Yeah. Well, but there's all that whole New York scene was like, like the Ramones, Blondie, New York Dolls, mm. Reed, like yeah, Lou Reed, all those guys back then. You know, were they were they were so broke, yeah. and had absolutely nothing. Yeah, yep. And for them, like playing gigs was a big deal. And I can just imagine what it would be like to get a record made in New York, especially right, right. in the '70s when New York yeah. was such a shithole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You exactly. know, like getting it's your gear stolen when you're like walking down the road. Yeah. You know, getting absolutely. Mugged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just for those guys to even go in and do that was probably. Something like else. a big deal. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> right? sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And you think about it, it's like, it's sort of defined the mistakes in those records, the mistakes in the production sort of define the sound of that genre. Yeah, that absolutely. Yeah. Work, you yeah. Know? Um, like, even like Velvet Underground, stuff like that. Like, yeah. I think yeah. about that sometimes. Where I'm like, I don't think I could have done that just in the sense that, like, I hear that production and I don't know if I would have the balls to, to commit to it. Like, and, to make it. To like make it sound so that thin lo-fi. and big yeah. and lo-fi, yeah. I, I feel like I, I think my ego gets a bit in the way. And I'm like my guitar. I want the rhythms to be massive. And right. Like, I want. I want to feel it here. And like even like the when it comes down to even the mastering is so much quieter than other albums. Yeah. And there's a thing to me where I'm like I'm scared that if the mastering's too quiet on my songs, it's gonna sound cheap and homemade. There's yeah. This, I think there's like this like. Uh, like little dick syndrome where I'm like, I I'm recording this in a shed, but I don't want people to know. I don't want yeah. to think it sounds like a shed. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think maybe if I embrace some more of that, it would, it might yield some more interesting results. Well, I love the Lou Reed is even in the eighties on albums like new sensation when the production was great. It still sounded like shit because of his voice. It's still yeah. off, you <laughs> and know? He's, he's only it's playing two or three chords, five. right? Yeah. Like yeah. he's yeah. not putting, Oh no, he's not putting pro- full production. No, no. Yeah. Um, Amazing. 
yeah but yeah. yeah yeah no i get that i get that where you're putting out something and you want it there's you a thing want where you it want to... it to sound like fucking big like a real studio album yeah, you, know yeah. I mean? you don't want to be playing around on daddy's toys yeah. you know you yeah. Yeah. Have some that's sort exactly of it fucking... you don't want to sound like some dildos fucking around in a garage yeah, yeah. you yeah. want to sound like a real rock band yeah you know i always think about that i always think about how in my opinion comedy is almost the opposite of music where like stand-up comedy you're like kind of like putting your flaws on display in a funny way and making fun of yourself oh yeah that's where like i my favorite rock bands are have like some mystery to them yeah and yeah. they have some mystique and, and well but that swagger. was you that was I mean? that was like that was rock and roll in the 70s though like that's <laughs> a perfect you know when nobody really knew anything about led zeppelin yeah. yeah, there was all sorts of rumors, rumors, and somebody somewhere saw them in London. And when they came over to the states for that one tour, it was yeah. like, "Well, there's this band." <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I heard some guy from San Francisco that I ran into saw them in London, yes. and you gotta come see them. Yes, yeah, right. Totally. So there's that that like like you say that mystique, that yeah. mystery. Word of mouth carries the, a lot, yeah. you know. Instead of seeing it on YouTube in a two second clip, mm -hmm. and you're like, "Oh, I see this," and it's presented really shittily. That word of mouth. It has, it brings a lot. It's a story then, you know, and it holds weight as some sort of legend, you know? Yeah. And I yeah. think it was easier to be original then too, just in the sense that like, um, say like you put some, say you put out that record and someone really likes the production of the songs. Yeah. Within a week, someone could have like calculated how you did that and then done, basically oh. done a record in your style as oh, opposed yeah. to like before, like after you release an album, sure, in the 70s, but even then... Like, 70s, mid-70s albums weren't nearly as hi-fi as the live show. No, yeah. not at you all. You know, the live show was kind of a different animal. And it was... In order for someone to really copy that sound, they'd have to see you and then remember it yeah. to copy it. So, like, if you're a hack and you want to, you know, you want to be like Queen, you have to see Queen live and then try to remember what that felt like especially yeah. in the early years when there's no records you know yeah oh yeah. for sure if you're like if you're pre-first record and you're out there doing something completely new it's so much harder for someone to jump on the bandwagon of what you're doing and yeah. kind of cop what you're doing mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. oh for sure you know they 100%. have to like they have to see you like dozens of times and then have the yeah you know it's a whole new thing yeah well that's and and that's that's kind of kind of with like the whole new thing aspect of it i think that's kind of what we're missing today with music now right yeah, is yeah. because there's 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 no mystery there's no new thing anymore right no it's you've seen it if if you like <coughs> no. it you've seen it somewhere you might not have been right in the show at the show in the crowd mm -hmm. yeah but you know like you can yeah. almost find any band you like you can almost find any <coughs> Any one of their so shows, or at least one show off any one of their tours. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Like, find you know, out about the people too. You know. Yeah. You there's you find out they're not a scary criminal. That, uh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, exactly. They all person. have social media accounts. Yeah, exactly. They all, you know what I mean? You can really, if you gave a shit, you could really do a deep dive on. From the small, well, from the smallest of bands, like rock that. stars in the '70s, got away with looking off like suave motherfuckers, where a lot of them were probably, you know, insecure, like antisocial rock stars. We're talking you know? about this with uh, Bam Margera. We're talking yeah. about how uh, Bam, how a lot of our favorite heroin-addled rock stars, yeah. probably aged just like Bam does now, where it's just sad to see. Yeah, but absolutely. Like, but because they weren't fucking posting it on Instagram. Or Facebook, or putting it out there on Twitter, 
you never saw the sad shit. Yeah, you don't you see know? Ace Frehley shit himself. <laughs> you know, and yeah, exactly. Yell at his girlfriend. You, you know, you just see you just see Gene and Paul complain about him. You're like, you curmudgeons. <laughs> you fucking, yeah, come on. You yeah. fucking. This is rock and roll. You fucking curmudgeons. Just fucking put up with your life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you fucking and you, loser. And you're, and you're not there for like him just being blind drunk and like incoherent yeah. like every other night. Bill Wyman's not. You know, on top of a 13-year-old right in front of you. Yeah, right? exactly. You can see the difference. Yeah, exactly. It's scary. It's like the reality of it's so much like... Oh, it's yeah. way less romantic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know? Yeah, mystery holds a lot. Mystery can save you a lot of the times. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Well, speaking, speaking of BAM, uh, in my old... Uh, I was in a punk band in Fort St. John. For about three or four years, uh, we were called Fallen Idols. You got dead. Fallen Idols. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Can I? Yeah, you bet. Thanks, man. No, we were called Fallen Idols. I like the uh, name. It's a good name. Yeah, I I came into it late. Uh, That's great. That's like a seventies. It's a good name. Yeah, it was. No, it was a great time. One of the one of the funnest times playing music in my life for sure. Just you know, playing fast and loud and not really Mm -hmm. giving shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, we were actually we end up we were yeah we were jamming. I like we were jamming two three times a week like we were for a for like a skate punk band we were pretty tight yeah that's and, really good actually that's yeah good for a band now. <laughs> yeah. yeah and so we got asked to do to open a show in grand prairie for cky oh because oh. i've heard about cky coming yeah there. so we we opened that show holy fuck no yeah shit. so fallen idols and another band from from grand prairie that we were friends with uh called oh, reject right. they're they're not abandoning we're like i'm talking like this is at least 10 years ago maybe 12 years ago now it was right. a while ago and so we're playing biggest show we ever played at you know we're in this we're in this big event center yeah, you're playing for a legit band like a yeah legit, yeah like, and so yeah. we were like okay well this is going to be pretty cool you know yeah. and and we were friends with the other opener so we were like oh this is going to be perfect like yeah. you know it'll be fun time and they pulled the rock star bullshit no way oh yeah it was bad oh like, chad and all them you didn't did you get to nope, meet them didn't get to meet any of them <gasps> they had their own area and it was like their area their Do area backstage go. oh you know cky but you know they're in they're in this you know they it's in their mind Grand they're Prairie. like yeah they're it's like the, this fucking redneck small yeah, yeah 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 sure yeah and so they I don't they they went they went on on time but the only guy the the only guy that was that I think was coherent was Bam's brother. Okay, the drummer. They, yeah, yeah, they okay. were all just wasted. Oh really? And it was it it wasn't it wasn't their best show. I, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would I would hope it wasn't. Oh, that's great. And uh I just remember like we were we were cuz everybody back then mm. knew CKY from the Jackass videos, the CKY videos, right? Yeah. Bam, all that bullshit. And so we we were like, oh, this is gonna be really great, like you know. And then they sh- they're just they're just wasted, oh, you know. That's like a it was, you didn't it get... was no, it wasn't a good show. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, the the drummer, I forget what his name is. I think it's Chad. Is it? I think so. Anyways, yeah, but he was he was spot on. Right. Um, you know, there there were some there were some some highlights of that show. Mm. But uh, but Being for us it was age is cool. That yeah. Oh yeah. Man. That's huge. Oh right? no, it was it was it was really fun. Like it was. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great tre- opportunity. It's a, yeah. it's a treat just not being in a bar and being asked to turn your amp down. Was it the uh, was it the um, venue that contacted you guys? Well, so 
there there was a there was a, a bar was kind of the promoter okay like, so uh, oh, okay. it was a place called i don't know if it's still there anymore uh was it be- no i don't think it was better than fred's it was like one of the bar nightclub no it wasn't better than fred's i would never say that they're a great place yeah um uh, i can't remember what it's called but there's like a bar nightclub right kind of thing that promoted this and brought right. them up and right okay and we got we kind of got the call because we knew these guys in reject and they were like the only punk band mm. or kind of heavier in the area yeah, yeah. heavier like style balls right? that were yeah. good yeah. yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and and the reject they were great guys great band um so they they said well if if you want two openers like make this kind of like a big like a full night we'll get our buddies from fort st john to come and they're like, oh, okay great perfect. right on man so we got to play this is the this is the funniest story about that show we're we get up and we played all originals, right? Like yeah. we'd throw a, a cover or two in a set, just like you'd a regular band would do, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, our our singer wanted to do like a super sped up punk rock version of Walking on Sunshine. Okay. okay yeah. By Katrina and the Waves. Yeah. Yeah. So totally. he came up with this idea that he wanted to do we were at the music store in Grand Prairie when it was what is I think it was Grand Prairie Music. I think is what it was GP called. GP Music. Yeah, before yeah. it was L and M. Yeah, before yeah. it was long, but yeah, it's where I got my first uh, like downtown real yeah. amp. Yeah, yeah, downtown on the one way street. So if you, yeah, you had to do three sure. loops before you figured out which street to <laughs> yeah. turn off on, across yeah. the road from like a Safeway. I yeah, think, IGA. Yeah, IGA. IGA. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I bought my I bought my second ever guitar there. But uh, so we go to we go to GP Music. And he gets this bright idea that he wants to play the do 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 like the trumpet part mm-hmm. on a kazoo. Okay, right. so we go and buy a kazoo. Great idea uh, so far. Corno, uh, our singer Chad, had never played a kazoo before. Didn't know what what to do. So we're we're just we're thinking this is just all funny, and yeah. he brings it out when we're playing. But the best part about that is there is this old metalhead right in the front row. Right. Like we're the first opener. Nobody's really paying attention. There's right. maybe 25 people, 50 yeah. people. A lot of people getting drinks. Paying attention to this. There's probably, at that point, there's probably 1,000 people, 1,500 people in the crowd, but only like 20 people paying attention. Right. Yeah. Bunch of people wearing Viva La Bam shirts. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically what it was. That's yeah. basically what it was. Yeah. And so there's this guy in the crowd right up against the barrier, right up against the gate, right up. Okay against the fence and right. he, this old guy and he's got like a a jean ja- or like a jean vest with a bunch of metal patches on it like you know old school like, like a character out of a movie of the it, old metal yeah. guy but, but like this guy was probably like 50 okay, you know yeah. mm-hmm. half bald still long hair you yeah. know <laughs> yeah yeah and we're playing the song and it's a like i'm not even really paying attention super easy song to play like you know like a gcd kind of song yeah really easy to play and and i look over and either our drummer our, or our guitar player, I think it was Schrader, our drummer, was like laughing so hard. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And then I look over and then Ryan, our guitar player, is is like almost having to take a knee. He's laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to look around and see what they're laughing at. And this metalhead in the front row is standing there mm-hmm. giving us the finger <laughs> and shaking his head in disappointment. <laughs> It was just it. like just the image of like a lone, yeah, like cynical old metalhead. Just like yeah. no. Then the nurses. I come don't in. like this shit. 
take him back to the geriatric hospital. That's almost police. what it was, <laughs> man. It was really funny. Like I say, there was... That's so fucking funny, dude. There's just this one oh. guy right, right in the front of the stage. And, and I don't... Like, there was nobody at the front of the stage our whole set, apart yeah. from that one song. <laughs> And it's this old guy giving us the finger shake in his head. And you could just tell he was pissed. Yeah, he's like, I'll go for this shit. Man. Yeah, like, oh, fuck. We're at a mill show. What the fuck? What the, what's your Scary. problem? Oh, yeah. my God. That is so fucking funny. Another story, though, of fucking, you know, coming up against fame and seeing how shitty they are. Yeah, you know, like, I, I don't know. I've never been. I've never. I've, I've met. I have a bunch of friends that went on to play, uh, like, some pretty good hockey. Like, some pro <laughs> hockey. Yeah. Um. Of like a couple guys that you know had some shots in the NHL and stuff, and you go and visit them, and you meet these guys that have played professional hockey like mm-hmm. to the highest level, mm-hmm. right? And they're just regular dudes, mm-hmm. yeah, right. But I think for some reason with the with a band, maybe because it's maybe because so insular, I think you're so isolated. Well, it, and it's less of a team thing, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. With, <clears throat> like I I met I met this guy. He he ended up having a really long pro career, won medals in the Olympics for Team USA. He was a goalie, wow. and like one of the it's nicest cool. people you'd ever meet. Right. right. But then you, you get to open up for CKY, and right. they don't even talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I, know, I think part of it. Neil, I've heard this. I've heard that. Like, I think Neil Brennan was talking about this too, where he's talking about basketball players. And, yeah. And his theory was athletes like rock bands don't have to face off against another rock band every time they yeah play. as to where like if you're an athlete you have to face up against people who are constantly as good as you and yeah. it's constantly humbling you yeah you're constantly being like you're constantly having to push as hard as you can and mm-hmm. the older you get the more you don't feel like you're the shit yeah right. you know what i mean yeah as opposed to a rock band especially legacy rock bands as they get bigger and bigger they just get surrounded by more and more yes men and more and more people yeah. who are just like, yeah, it's great, even when it's not great, you know? And then, of course, they always phase out the people who are willing to be honest with them. Yeah. who needs that shit? Yeah, yeah. And it's just, I think it becomes a thing of, like, I don't need to talk. Like, there's, I think there's a genuine, like, I'm, a, I'm fucking above these people. Or, like, they start off being so... Like, I know I've had people compliment me after shows, and I just don't know how to take it. Like, I don't know how... Like, I say thank you, and Mm. I'm polite. But... I spend a lot of time cutting my my own shit down and me down. Oh, I do that, too. Yeah. I'm the same way. So weird to have someone come up to you after a show that you don't know and be like, I was great. Yeah. And then you're just like, thanks. You don't know how to handle it. You know? know, Oh, that's that's awesome. Oh, you like the show? Oh, man, you... Like, your bass sounded so good. Like, oh, you played so great, and you're like... Uh, awesome. Yeah, 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 exactly. Kind of don't know how to. It's hard to reciprocate that. Yeah, yeah. I know, you right? Don't know. I'm pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't <laughs> want to be. You don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I should start doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm pretty rad. Yeah. You know. Fuck I know. Thank I you. I will out there. Now <laughs> yeah. take a hike. Yeah. 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 Anyways, unless you're gonna buy me a drink, how about yeah? Yeah. Kick bricks. Yeah. yeah go get me. A, go get me a couple beers. Yeah. I <laughs> know. Yeah, absolutely. But like, even the. Just, and then there's people. I always find the good musicians are never the people who are that guy. Right. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I I don't yeah, I don't know. I I don't, I don't know. I it's know, tough to say. I I'm only I'm based to be fair, I'm basing this off of like, you know what, that's not true. In my time in Vancouver, there was yeah, I never mind, I take it back. There's plenty of bands in Vancouver who were amazing. Yeah. And they were the shit. 
and they kind of knew they were the shit, and they yeah. treat people like garbage. Mm. Yeah. I remember that now. Maybe I think I'm particularly thinking of This is a Silence, how arrogant they were. Well, we don't, we don't need to talk about those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen to Von Rothstein rant about how his fucking greatness was just like, ugh. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like, nauseating. The, the only band in Fort St. John to not be asked back to play <laughs> Casey's Pub. <laughs> you know, like that says something. <laughs> I remember, and this is like way after... I remember listening. On this podcast, you, I remember I listening feud. to that podcast. Yeah, the, the one of them. Yeah, that was oh, one of my was funny. May, fucking getting a feud with Von Rossi. Maybe one of the best unintentional marketing decisions I ever made because a lot of people listen to that podcast. Yeah, just out of, really. Of like fuck. I mean, his fucking at the time, the person playing bass for him wrote me and was like, "Fuck, thank God someone said something." <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that one at this all. guy. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was, it was so satisfying. But then a thing I found out like way later yeah way way later after the feud and everything a little i guess like a little ps to the story <laughs> yeah because like a big thing big thing of the tension with us is they set up two gigs at uh two separate gigs at uh fucking rockwells and uh you know both times gave us a guarantee of so much which is you know yeah and then both times skipped without paying it's oh, like the okay. second time should have been on me what happened was like in between the first and second time he got a hold of me and did end up paying me like months later. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I remember the second time, and I didn't even know this, but uh, second time they skipped over the paying us and we're like, okay, no, fuck. It was like almost like an old school, like 80s hair metal beef where it was two bands like chesting up to each other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, you're like, dude, fuck you. Two LA yeah. bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, I don't know why. And, and, and like, oh, dude, yeah, it was it was really juvenile and sad. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, afterwards, Jamie, Jamie's roommate, I guess, ended up getting in like a three-way with Von Rostein and that other girl. <laughs> and she was telling me, oh, this made me so mad. It was like, I heard this like like a years after the feud and it fucking reignited my hatred so much where they were talking about the scenario and the girl in the band who was fucking awful. She oh, was she just, was terrible. Yeah, yeah. She was just like, I don't get what the big deal is. They should be happy just to open for us. And I just, I wanted to fucking smash a window. I was so fucking furious. Oh my god! It was just like, oh. One of up. one of the worst things I've ever, and I don't, I don't want to shit on anybody. No, yeah. no, I get it. But one of the worst things I ever saw was that Nirvana show. Holy shit! Right? What? Oh the my fuck? god! Like I don't, I don't even think they practiced. It was a Nirvana cover show? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We played there. It was at the Lido. Yeah. Okay. And uh So one of the one of the big one of the big fuck ups with that show is we put one on we did an Eagles show. Yeah. Before that. Yes, I remember that. And so we we all like as actually Ben, our guitar player, mm -hmm. organized it. Mm -hmm. And like there was this thing that nobody's Nobody gonna, covers the same song. Nobody does the same song. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, there we had like a draft, so mm -hmm. you know, like Rosemary Romance got second pick, so yeah, yeah. You, you know, you you kind of went through you and everybody fair with that shit. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. If, and you know, if somebody was really like, you know, we have this song on our set now and we really kill it, could yeah. we have it? You'd go, okay, yeah, fuck, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you'd be like, you'd be like fair. fucking uh, fair with each other. And yeah, you'd be, like, yeah. Well, and you yeah. know, you have to you have to talk to these people afterwards. 
they're your peers. Yeah. I'm a big believer in that. And yeah. that's the thing. Like, I don't usually shit talk bands, but he was just such a fucking... Well, and so at that show, the one of the biggest fuck-ups is that... Uh, they never... I was part of this. They didn't do that. No, and that's what should have happened, is yeah. they should have said... And, and they should have actually, because... And the other thing, we just did a Tom Petty one mm-hmm. yeah. this, this winter. Yeah. And, like, people don't realize about Tom Petty is that he had something like 18 albums. Well, the thing, there's eras like there's, of Petty. There's, there's eras But there's so great. much to draw from. Yeah, yeah. You know, but when you're, when you're doing Nirvana, there's three albums. Yeah. That's why we want to do, like, I want to do Negative Creep really bad, because yeah. I know it's a first album pick that no one would necessarily want. Yeah. You yeah. know? Uh, the only big one we did was Heart Shaped Box, and we thought we were safe, because... We put it out there. Hey, everyone. We're gonna we're, do. Yeah. And of course, fucking three other bands yeah. at Heart Shape Box. Oh no! It was. It was. Well, not that was the like I say because it wasn't put on by by musicians. It was put on by the guy that was running the Lido at the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and he's a great guy, but I don't. I think that because and like the Eagles too. Like the Eagles, even if you're not talking about their hits, there's a lot of albums. They have a lot of good music. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, you exactly. know, yeah, totally. So we're you talking got, I think about the trick with those kind of shows too is you got to have a band with a huge fucking catalog. That's what you have to do. Or and it's not, you know, you know, nobody's gonna, no B-sides. one's, no one's playing radio friendly unit shifter mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. making noise for three minutes and screaming. Yeah, yeah, no. going off. Never mind the bollocks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Everyone plays three songs or something. Yeah, like all that. I just remember watching them and I was like, what? The fuck? Yeah. It's like, fucking ridiculous, right? Face palm. Like, yeah. what? Why? 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 Oh, yeah, dude. And it was like, <laughs> they wanted, I remember them making a big deal about wanting to go on after us. Oh, yeah. Like, making a huge stink about it. And just like, all right. And then. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who gives a shit? You know, I'm not necessarily into that posturing thing. And, uh, and just being like us being like up in the booth there watching yeah. them. Like, why the fuck did they want to go on after us? That is fucking crazy. Was if just anything, a shit they should have went on first. Yeah, for sure. Was it just a shit <laughs> show? Yeah, they were really bad. They didn't sound like he said. It didn't sound like they. It sounded like they were like they ran through each song once, like the day before. They should have been. They should have been drunk at least. Put something <laughs> on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's much of an excuse. Although, like, I just they're one of those bad. Uh, fuck it. I'm gonna have one more bad story and then I'll move on. I heard uh, what was it? I heard he's got a small dick. Yeah, no, I heard he's got a small pecker. Uh, I was gonna say uh, I heard like even at the thing with the wild, they were stuffing the fucking ballot box with their own votes and shit. And, yeah, like, I heard that too. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like normally I wouldn't I wouldn't say any of this shit about any other band, but it was just like. They burned so many bridges and they're so shitty. <laughs> who, that cares, who cares that much about a fucking like a little contest? You know right? what I mean? Just play. <laughs> no point is to play a show and have fun. Yeah. And honestly, if you're gonna cheat like that, it's like not a. The whole point is like you want to see who reached through the audience more. You know, like yeah, genuinely. Not, yeah. And cheating doesn't really mean much. This person will get a one-time well, chance. I was I was at that I was at that rock and the piece there. Excuse me, because. Uh, Bodner, our drummer, his other band, because he's in two bands at the time, and they had won it the, I think they won it the year before, so they got to come back and play a couple songs mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. the Wild went on. Mm-hmm. And I remember I got in because I was their roadie or something. Mm-hmm. I was their merch guy, so I got a free yeah. ticket and I went and yeah. and watched. And I just remember be, being like, I, I watched them, 
and they were not great. Mm-hmm. But the amount of cheers they got from from the from the voting crowd, because you know how they had like the judge the <coughs> judges panel, and then they were going to take the votes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I was like, these guys should not win it, mm-hmm. but they're going to. You, really? Was yeah. it just they got everyone riled up so much? Or? No, because I just think they, I just think they had probably like a hundred kids come. Oh, that really liked them. Oh, and you know, okay, they kind of stacked the audience for other people. Like I ran, in, I ran into some other people that I knew had there. That following, yeah, yeah, and they were just there. You know, it was something to do for the night and mm-hmm. go out and watch some music and have some drinks and mm-hmm. have a good time. Yeah, but like I say, as soon as they were done, mm-hmm. then they didn't play very well. I don't know if they've played any show very well, mm-hmm. but it, the crowd just <laughs> went nuts. Yeah, and like yeah. the guys, the 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 ballot crowd, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I just remember, wild. I was like, yeah, they're gonna win. Fuck, they're gonna really? win. That's weird. Man. That's yeah. so weird. That's, yeah, that's, uh, crazy. that's so normal, I feel like. I feel like I see so much bands where I'm like, so much people love them and clap over them, uh, I guess. I don't know. Well, I, I, or like, it's like that scene in... Uh, it's like, am I... Am do you I, remember that scene in Ghost World with... Uh, with, where Steve Buscemi goes to see like an old, like a real old time blues guy, like yes, okay, yeah, he got, like he went and saw like a legit blues guy, and then after him and, and everyone in the bar is like snoring, and Steve Buscemi is like <laughs> yeah. a legit blues fan <laughs> with like old records and stuff, and he goes and like it's, he loves it, and everyone else hates it, and then. <laughs> They had this like classic white boy blues band, like yeah, just yeah. Hammer. so corny. Hammer, yeah. blues hammer. I blues think hammer, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. Like the amount of times I've felt like Steve Buscemi in a crowd sometimes is like ridiculous. And it's like. I gotta go to that. Yeah, oh, oh right, right over there. there. And it's like, is it suggestive? Or am I t- putting myself on that pedestal as an artist where I'm like, I'm right. These 10 million people <laughs> I don't know. are wrong. It's shit. I don't know. It's, it's shit. Because like, it is like. Ultimately, it suggests it's suggestive. Not suggestive. It's uh, subjective. Subjective. And uh, can be a little suggestive. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And uh, it's it's fucking weird, man. It's like it's so because there's like there's definitely this egotistical, arrogant part of me that's like I know what good music sounds like. Oh yeah. This ain't it. But then it's like, who are you to put yourself on that pedestal? If it's so popular and so many people connect to it, then it's like, yeah, mm. you know, do mm. I am I just am I do I have that much pride in myself, or I'm I'm better than ten million people? And right. honestly, yeah, I think so. There's a lot of fucking dumb people in this world, man, and a lot of shit that's really popular. That's the one thing that's like I think it's there's really certain hard for me cases. In music and music, or because even, even arts in general, where it's like a lot of people are like they'll shit on a certain artist, and uh, and there's I think there's a lot of credence given to like popular artists just because the by virtue of their popularity, yeah, you know, and it's like it's hard to really judge because, like I said, it's so subjective. Music and art is so subjective, right. and it's like how can you tell someone they're wrong for liking something? But like, but there's still this thing where I'm like, I don't know. Just because something's popular does not does not make it good. And I give credit to a lot of stuff that I don't even like. You know, I can I can give big ups to like, uh, you know, what's a band, Arctic Monkeys. You know, you yeah, know, I'm not the biggest Arctic. Monkeys I don't know a single fucking song. I like. There's a couple acoustic ballads. I like. They're um, they're they're a great band though. As a band, like they're, exactly. They're, so you I'll, can give, see them, skill. I'll yeah. give them respect, you know, and I'll give respect to. Uh, it's it not just it's just not the kind of stuff that you'd listen to. Exactly. I'll give I'll give respect to like you know Dua Lipa, 
but I don't know any of her music, you know? It doesn't doesn't respond to me, but it makes good music. But I think there is those certain times where I think just bad, me, like, how is this, how bad is... shit does catch on sometimes, you know? I mean, look at, like, every corny hit in the sense of, uh, like, look at Who Let the Dogs Out. That was, like, the biggest <laughs> song in the world. Yeah. It was. And it was just like... What an awful song! Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. So I've, I've talked about who who let the dogs out. Uh, when I was growing up, I played hockey for uh, the Huskies in town. Okay. Oh shit! Was and, that your guys's? Oh, it was our goal song. Yes. Nice. Yes. It was the and and like so. I'm I would talking, like it based off of that. Like, when, I, like ironically, love that. When you know I was I mean? playing, I'm I'm just trying to think back. It would have been like two thousand and. Two, I would have started playing, okay. and so that song was already like eight years old. Yeah. Right, yeah, it already, at that time, it had already like reached it, its peak and come down, and and was mountain. and was already super annoying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, and then Sorry. it's like every time we score, like you'd be in like a really tight game, and you know, like we'd get a goal to come up or to tie it or whatever. <laughs> And everybody's just flying out there and having it like we're yeah we're okay got, yeah we we got it now boys, and then. Who let the dogs out? It just, like it, for us playing, it would almost bring the mood down. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's you like know? a bad sound effect in a video game. Yeah, it's, exactly. Is, oh. It's like, oh. Immediately smacks you in the face every time. Yeah. Oh, that, was, that was bad. But you know what, though? <laughs> That's hilarious. But, like, talking about, like, uh, popular music, like, I, and everybody that I know knows this, I fucking love Taylor Swift. Okay, yeah. Big Tay Tay fan. I, I, for some reason, as soon as she quit doing the country stuff. Right, okay. I, like, almost got way more respect for her. Right. She's one of those artists, though, that is popular that I see a lot of, like, uh, I know Butch Walker, this uh, yeah. producer yeah. who's, yeah. like, he's a huge Taylor Swift fan. Like, a lot of people, really. I think there's, for sure, like, clever, well-written songs in there. Oh yeah, Ryan Adams did a whole that whole 1989 album is yeah, yeah. like his version. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's it great. Sound, sounds like uh, Bruce Springsteen album because it's like it, it just goes back to what we were talking about, you know, an hour ago. If it's mm. a good song, if it's a good song. It'll hold up, right? Yes. You Absolutely, know? good songs. You can listen to it on YouTube in 240p quality, you know, and it sounds and you're like, it's yeah, the, good. it's the song. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing, man. That's the thing. I get. I'm like a gearhead with music. Yeah, so I want to buy expensive pedals and amps all yeah. the time. I'm always I'm like I'm like I should I change the pickups of my fucking guitar or whatever, and it's like, but I know ultimately none of that shit really matters. No, no, not at if all. If I'm not spending my time writing good songs, yeah, that three hundred dollar pedal, useless. Yeah, it's useless. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking. That's trash. not that's not going to be the thing that you plug it in and you're going to go. What? Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And then I think about songs I like, and almost none of them have like. Uh, any extravagant yeah that could like classic like you go on like because like as a gearhead sometimes you'll click through youtube and hear like shootouts between this amp or that amp and that pickup that pickup like yeah. yeah that's the sound i like that sound that sounds good and then fucking i'm thinking about like uh even like some alabama shake stuff it's not like yeah the most crystal clear like 1959 gibson les paul through an old 60s marshall but she's got great tone though yeah there's a great tone but there's yeah. Also, when you take pull back and you're just looking at the tone, 
There's nothing special about it to the point where I can't. No. There's no way I like I could probably get that tone with like a Deville yeah. and like an yeah, Epiphone 100%. SG, you know, 100%. and you just kind of crank it and, and push it enough. It's like one of those things where the fucking songs are so good. Yeah. And it's like you could almost I mean, you got to have tones that fit the song, of course, like it's all relative, but you could make a those guys i bet it's one of those things where i put down money that those guys can make a great album with like if they each had a rig that cost five hundred dollars or you could you could you could switch out you could switch out britney howard's custom shop three pickup sg for the six hundred dollar epiphone one yes and and i would guarantee you that song would still be pretty pretty goddamn good yeah yeah you know but i'm i'm a gear guy as well yeah i have i have way too many guitars you know i don't even i don't even really play guitar you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I have like I have a whole room in my house full of them. Yeah, that I I never you know a lot right. of them I'll buy them. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll play them once or twice, noodling around on my couch. Or I'll think then, like this will be good on a record. I'll think like I I don't have this in my arsenal of guitars. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So like I got a casino, and for a while it was my onstage thing. But for the most part, I'm like this will sound good for that '60s grungy thing. Yeah, that I like. Yeah. yeah. Or like a super clean, jazzy kind of tone. See, I'm just starting to get over that now because, like, I have, man, I have, I have probably 30 guitars. Right. Like, yeah, I have just, a ridiculous amount. Right. Yeah. And, and they, they range from, like, an Epiphone dot. Right. To, right. I have a Gresh White Falcon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, like, it got, kind of runs the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, a couple range, less quality. Poles, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, the actually the only guitars that I actually don't like are Strats. I'm not a Strat guy either. I, I hate them. I like. I don't I, think they sound good. I don't. They do a certain thing. Yeah, but, but not like, that well. But either. I don't. But it's like <laughs> it's like white toast for guitars. It's one of those things yeah. too, where it's like I'll use my Strat on a record if I want. If it's something that I would do normally with my Telecaster, but I need a whammy bar. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the only time I ever see if that really... was me, I'd just be like, "No, whammy bar, play the right. telly." Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like... I'm, I'm a, like I love tellies. I think Fender makes the best basses, mm-hmm. like the best production basses around. Also, yeah, Fe- you know, but wise like Fender, for some reason, in every price range, still do that Fender thing really. They well. have mm. yeah, Fender ha- Fender has it figured out. Whereas Gibson. That's why they're struggling so hard right, right now. Because it's like their good shit costs like three and a half. So high end. Yeah. 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 To buy a Les Paul standard is, is three five hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, that's a great guitar. It's a fucking expensive guitar. But you know what? That Les Paul, that Epiphone Les Paul standard. Still pretty good. Still pretty decent for six hundred bucks. Yeah. Absolutely. You it's know? like, I think so much of it is like the getting on stage with an Epiphone and being like the guy with an Epiphone. But like also... Before I started having any kind of real money, that's what I had to go on with, and it was like, as long and it goes back to like, as long as it's a tight band with good songs, yeah. no one gives a shit. No, you know, like, no. Most of the basses that I play on stage are parts guitars. Yeah, because yeah. you can you can kind of just get exactly what you want, and it oh, yeah. you know usually depending on where you buy your your parts from, you're about a thousand bucks, maybe yeah. fifteen hundred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you get exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can put whatever pickups in it you want if that's your big thing. Yeah. You know, you can yeah. do... And, and they sound... There's... That's the thing, The right? parts guitars that I have, like, like honestly, all of my basses that I play live, apart from one... Right. ...are, are parts guitars. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I love about. I I do. Um, what was it? The guy and I've never made a parts guitar, but I've always wanted to. The guy in. Oh, his name's escaping me right now, and he's a good guy. And I'm friends with him, and I'm sorry. But the guy from the lead guitars from Piled Up, all of his guitars are like part part yeah. Telecasters and shit, and they fucking sound. Oh no, that's look great. They don't. Right. You, you're not. You're not losing any of that mojo by not having a Fender or not mm. having a Gibson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or uh, having so. an Epiphone apart from having a Gibson. You know, no like, doubt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, if you can For wail, sure. you can wail. If yeah. you're if you're good yeah. if you're good at what you do, you're good at. You're yes. going to be good at what you do no matter what, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, like my acoustic, I have one acoustic, it's like fairly cheap, but I can make it work with my skill level. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I can make, and it's like, that's the thing. If you play enough, you can ring. It's not even about having a great tone, but you can ring like a decent, unique tone out of almost yeah. anything if you know how to play. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, like, fair enough. And emphasize like the quirky qualities of whatever the fuck it is you're playing. Yeah. You know? Oh, no. And, but, but, it, that just goes back to you know you don't you don't need that you know just because it has a logo on the headstock doesn't mean it's any good like uh like your lead guitar's bed has some of like the nicest guitars but i he's fucking so skilled that you could probably put like a classic vibe telly in his hands and it would oh yeah incredible still well he has he has one that he that he built he bought a squire off somebody somebody that he worked with Mm -hmm. and ended up he ended up putting uh, three P90s in it. Okay, I think I saw that. Yeah, the yeah. yellow one, like that yeah, butterscotch yeah. blonde. Yeah, yellow. and it's got the three in the pit guard. And yeah. Everything. yeah, yeah. And so he built that, and yeah, like it's basically a two hundred dollar guitar. Yeah, like I think yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. the cheapest model of Squire. Yeah, because right. it was like his buddy bought it to learn how to play, like this right. guy that he worked yeah. with or something. Yeah. Right? And then he got rid of it, so he gave it even so the he, he gave it a discounted price, probably. Yeah. yeah. So Ben bought it for whatever, and just thought it was going to be something fun to mess around with because he's he's never played around with that kind of stuff. And then it yeah. ends up, you know, it's a shitty yeah. Squire guitar, but you put it in his hands, and it sounds fucking probably fantastic sounds like a custom shop fender yeah you yeah, know exactly. right. you just know how to play it right yeah oh 100 percent. 100 so much of that yeah, yeah well yeah and then you have guitarists who play specifically shitty guitars you know yeah that's like shitty a whole little thing. yeah shitty little oh, garage like, door guitars like you know? jack white that's yeah, yeah, his exactly. whole thing that's who i was thinking that's of. his whole thing yeah he yeah. had the same guitar that i had as like a 13 year old my auntie bought me the one with the little switches on it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. weird one you know yeah, yeah but um yeah you get weird weird sounds out of them you know and that's the thing you not get, necessarily bad but just weird just unique. yeah or even uh before she had a deal with Music Man, St. Vincent was like that. Yeah. She mm. had like just pawn. And she's shock. a great guitar mm. player as well. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I really like St. Vincent actually. Yeah, me too. Yeah. She does a cover of uh, Emotional Rescue. Oh, her cover is oh, oh, great. I'll have to look Fire. it up. It's really, really good. I got a news story I wanted to hit you guys okay. before okay. we end this. All right. Uh, I don't know who she is, but she's a former Glee star, big star. Nea Rivera. Okay. I don't know if that name comes to mind. I saw this earlier. The Venturi County Sheriff's Department uh, confirmed the Glee singer and actor went missing on Wednesday in Lake Piku. According to the local media, officials said they responded to a report of a child alone on a boat and found Rivera's four-year-old son. After hours of searching, authorities have shifted the search to a recovery operation. Now, that could be innocent. That's just from the day. She could have just fell in the river and shit, but doesn't that just sound suspicious? Oh, that sounds like the beginning of, like, an HBO true crime series for sure. Right? Like, like a, a movie kid, star goes missing? Yeah. A kid floating alone on a boat gets found. Oh. A four-year-old kid on yeah. a boat. Man, I just... Yeah. 
On so I in my office at work, I listen to uh, CBC because I can't handle the radio stations in, in Fort St. John. Right. And so all week they've been doing, uh, I like between nine and in ten. They've been doing this like podcast radio documentary. Yeah, they got some good ones. Like, yeah, they're interesting. Like, some good true crime. They're ones. really good. And but the they're, the one that that they're doing this week, mm-hmm. it's all about the satanic panic in the eighties. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And about yeah. how it was just a hundred percent bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. But right. how much it fucked with people's lives. Oh yeah. And it's all but it's all Canadian stories. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. The Canadian so side. It, and it's and it's just crazy. It just reminded me because there's a, a four year old uh, a four year old kid in the boat. Right. Uh, they were talking about how I forget where it was Manitoba, Saskatchewan, maybe. There was this daycare, and all the kids were under six years old, and I I can't remember how it got out, but they 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 ran these people that ran the like that ran the daycare. They drug oh. them through the mud saying that they were performing satanic rituals and molesting these kids. Mm, Jesus fuck. Christ. And, and like, they never did. The one right. guy was in jail for, like, 18 years Jesus or something. Jesus Christ. And, and, and just because everyone's so hyped up on satanic panic. Yeah, because like they, they, they thought that was a real thing. Right, right, right. They thought that there was a bunch oh, of devil God. worshipers, but they were talking about, like, That's talking crazy. to these kids that they they have no idea. Yeah, yeah. They, they, and it's like one of those things, like... Uh, it's got, I, I don't know, but if I were to guess, is there like a thing where it's like, if you ask a kid a question, he's just going to agree with you because he wants, yeah. he thinks you're, that's what you want. I feel yeah, like, especially do. if you're asking him about the fucking devil and <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, what, he's going to be like, yeah, yeah. Going, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, holy shit. You know, that's terrifying, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. no, they, they went over it and like how, how unreliable these, the, the testimony of these kids was and, but nobody cared. Yeah. Because yeah, they were worried about. Having like, Satanists, in, yeah, 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 like this in super, Saskatoon, you know, like <laughs> fucking thing. That's Satanists so in Saskatoon. What was there is one they were talking about it, and like I'm totally paraphrasing. I was just at yeah. my computer at my desk, kind of half-ass paying attention. But one of them was this guy, uh, in in Saskatchewan again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was going through a divorce with his wife. So he had a, a piece of property or maybe it was on his property or something. And he was kind of a farmer. Mm-hmm. So he was living in a trailer and a shed. So okay. between okay. a trailer and a shed, that was yeah. kind of his living situation. For well, sure. That was he his was zone. splitting with his wife. Yeah. And so he's, you know, this country guy. And uh, he had like chickens and sheep and, you know, what. Well, mm-hmm wildlife like livestock yeah yeah that makes sense yeah and so the the long and the short of the story is like because he like butchered his own he'd like take a sheep kill it right butcher butcher it it. and eat it yeah yeah same thing with his chickens and all that stuff like he was just a self-sufficient yeah you know living i think i know where this is going and then so they (laughs) they ended up like this i don't know if he ended up going to jail but like all the charges ended up getting dropped afterwards but Mm -hmm. like they ended up having like a somehow like a it turned out that he was a satanist oh okay and he was doing blood rituals with these sheep and chickens and stuff and then they had all these kids like these really young kids right saying that they you know saw him yeah oh my god and so it it just everything spiraled out of control and like it just goes on these poor guys and that's a much nicer guy who gets like accused of that when it's not 
Oh, I thought he was going to kill his wife and eat his wife. Mm-mm. This guy. I thought that's where the story was going. No, no, no. It was yeah. He was he was slaughtering his own livestock and then okay. Holy and then fuck. some like some kids saw it and then they like he he said like he was he had this trailer in the shed and you know it's like it's a metal. It's like a twenty by twenty shed or whatever. Right. Like not a big and they they were saying that that was like the Canadian church of Satanists is like, they were turning this into the whole, the whole thing. That would yeah. be hilarious. If he was blasting Pantera as he slices the goat open, like <laughs> well, a that, big metal the, fucking knife 80s. from fucking a mall, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was the eighties. It yeah. would have been Aussie. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, but yeah. No, like, it was just crazy. Like listening to these stories. Yeah. Holy fuck. That's insane. It's, that's like the nightmare, right? Is like something completely fictional ruining your life out of nowhere. Yeah. Holy shit, man. That'd be the fucking well, worst. You know, it's just, it's, well, I don't want to get political, but it's like this Black Lives Matter stuff. Right. You know, like that Breonna Taylor thing where they mm-hmm. busted her door down and shot her. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fucking nuts. like had nothing to do with the guy that they were after. The guy that they were after was 10 miles away well, and. And the yeah, thing you know, with that it's is, a like, nightmare the police have zero accountability, and they kind of never have. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, it is something for sure has to be done about that. Yeah, you know? it's it's. I don't know the society we're in now. It's where I think we're kind of at a breaking point, just all around. Oh, of course. Well, even in Canada, it's getting so left and right. Mm-hmm. Oh, for yeah. sure, it's getting all you know? really like so not political. a lot of nuance in the middle opinions. No, or anything. no, and it's uh, like it's, it's unfortunate. It's you know? and I just, I just don't want Canada to turn into the states. Oh no, where it's just like everyone's so fucking divided. It's like I if hear, you don't like Trudeau, I don't like you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like some annoying shit like that. Yeah. I hear so many people in the states talking, um, and I don't know what side political they talk on, but they're just talking about the situation right now, and they sound like full blown communists. Just the right, way like, how they want stuff to go and shit. It's like it's like my way or fuck you. Like yeah. they're going, yeah. They're they're the way they on, want things to go are sides. so yeah. oh, it's, it's, are so like communistic that I'm like, oh, you guys just want to live in a communism. Yeah, like, so you want to live in a society where everyone thinks like you. And n- and there's these not even that, but weird, almost like no laws and like you know yeah i know what you mean money for nothing you know everyone on a basic income and stuff which is which is fine and everything but so many of them want such a base like yeah like a con like a real communism when like marxist shit you know and it's like it just sounds weird when there's so much people talking about that and it's like it sounds so uprising the funny funny thing is though is that historically it's been tried a few times yeah, yeah, failed, yeah. and it, it failed spectacularly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right? absolutely. Because because someone always has to take charge. Someone well, there, always has always, to. Fuck there's in. always going to be a guy at the top. Yeah, that's reaping all the benefits. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not going to get everybody together and go, okay, guys, we're only we're all only going to make two thousand dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? The price of eggs is going to go down. Right. You know, the price of milk's going to go down. We're all going to help each other out. We're, no, right. no, no, no. Then no, no, there's no. going to be that one. There's always an asshole. There's, oh, yeah. Oh, there's gonna, always people taking advantage of this. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, it's just human nature. It's it's pretty fucked. And then the police force just ends up in his pocket. Oh, man. This is, okay, one last. Remember last, okay, last week. Uh, the, we just released a podcast today from like yep. okay. a week and a half ago. And uh, a thing I brought up. Because we hadn't done a podcast in a while, was our mayor? I was complaining about our mayor. Yeah. About how like he was on his Facebook <laughs> ranting about uh, recycling laws. Yeah. 
Uh, and it's just like it was so weird. I was just like it's so fucking weird in this time to be like, listen, all y'all don't recycle, right? You're putting the wrong things in your recycling bin. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna crack down on people who don't recycle properly. And it was just so like. Fuck it. it just pissed like, me off it people have gone without work for a couple months and everything's yeah. like and people made, that are working aren't making as much you yeah, know yeah exactly and he's on Facebook being like listen we've had enough alright you're putting too much fucking garbage in your recycling and I just I don't know bummed me out pissed me off and then today I get a fucking notice about my recycling I'm like, the bylaw officer it was coming for you man oh dude it was like he knew and it was like and the the fucking thing oh it fucking drove me nuts apparently they found some chip bags and some soft plastic bags in my recycling and I was just like you like half a Dawson is drowning right now like yeah. there's people's fucking flooded basements and this is oh it just made me so mad yeah, yeah they, that's it do they now look through it before they dump it in yeah, the they big like, bin? Yeah, they like. I think I, they do that. They do that in John too. Yeah, where it's like, especially I'm assuming because I had one before that was egregious. We put some like wooden, like broken window frames. Okay, you know, and there's some wood which I didn't know. You're, but anyways, that was egregious and that was bad. <laughs> so I think because I had a one. Oh, offense, you're on the list now. Selling I'm probably, I'm probably on a list. And now I'm like double on this. I'm like in a two strikes area, you know? Because Zoe <laughs> threw in a chip bag. <laughs> yeah, because it was a fucking Lay's potato chip bag. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just, sorry. I just get, what's get coming that off to my you. chest on the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Smarten up, Braden. Yeah. Like, every, like, I know yeah, so well, many yeah, people. take care of your fucking yeah, recycling, come on, okay? Man. Yeah, yeah. Chip oh. bags go in the garbage. It's right next to it. It's not <laughs> yeah. that hard. <laughs> Oh, I'll shoot, I'll shoot oh. a text to the mayor when I leave and be like, Braden Jansen. Yeah, he's yeah. cleaning up his act. He's fucking. Yeah. He's ready. Yeah, yeah. He's going through. Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. Take care of your recycling, <laughs> Braden. That's important right now. But uh, the world needs us, dude. Plug your plug your album one more time before yes, we wrap please. this shit up. Yeah. Well, like I say, thanks for having me over. I actually, I had a riot. This is really fun. This um, was a blast. Thank yeah. you. Great episode. Yeah, thank yeah. you. This um, is really fun. Yeah, the new album, uh, Rose Prairie Romance, uh, Renovations is what it's called. We put it out, uh, officially put it out uh, on all the platforms on Tuesday. So your Spotify, Excellent. Google Play, uh, Apple Music. Um, we have... Physical copies, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, the vinyl, we have CDs. Uh, we have some merch still kicking around. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us for any of that stuff, we're on Instagram, uh, Facebook. We have uh, roseperromance.com. Get on it, and uh, if you want some, yeah, well, I, I ended up having to buy vinyl mailers just in case somebody from out of town wanted one. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, nice. so we well, have the, we, we have the technology we can... Uh, we can we can send these all around. So and either message you on Instagram for message that, us or on go Instagram, to roseferryromance.com and get contact ro- info. Yeah, everything's Excellent. on there. Everything's Fuck on there. Fuck yeah. Fucking a man. Well, this is a great episode. Thanks for coming on. Hey Connor. man, yeah, I, man, I had a riot. This is great. Yeah. Fucking a. We'll do it again sometime. Hell yeah. And good night, Laureen. <laughs>